0: Limit one per account slash household. Requires port and ID validation. Not valid for numbers currently on the T-Mobile network or active on Metro in past 90 days. Restrictions apply. See store for details.
2: It's time! You asked for it and you got it at BruceBuffer.com. Championship introductions at a special rate are now provided for all of you As a keepsake for life, like you are being introduced like a champion in the cage. Just go to BruceBuffer.com. Specials for championship introductions, weddings, birthdays, voicemail, and business recordings. I'm here for you if you need me. Check me out at BruceBuffer.com.
3: Toyota's Labor Day sales event is ending soon. Save big with 0% APR on 13 of Toyota's top-selling models like RAV4, Camry, and Corolla. Don't wait. Toyota's Labor Day sales event ends Monday. Toyota, let's go places. Click the banner or visit (sighs) buyatoyota.com.
0: Sorry I'm late, everyone. It's all right. The meeting's just getting started.
1: Bruce Buffer. And now, it's time for the voice of mixed martial arts. We are It's Bruce Buffer. Bruce Buffer. From
2: the shores of Malibu where the waves are pumping to the Great Wall of China and back to the streets of Abu Dhabi, where the UFC is. We are live. This is It's Time Radio, the show where we talk about what you think about but may be afraid to voice. Do not worry. We will voice it for you. We talk about everything on its time. Sex, drugs, rock and roll, President Trump, COVID-19, film, TV, entertainment, collectibles, you name it. We talk about it, not necessarily in that order, but we have two people on the show that will help me converse. Better than I normally converse when I'm talking by myself. And of course, it's TJ DeSantis, my producer. TJ,
3: how are you? I'm amazing. I I think you do fine by yourself. You normally speak by yourself. Yeah, of course. I mean, you know, I always have something to say. Right. (laughs) Do I find
2: myself interesting? That's the other story, but that remains to be seen. Uh, And of course, we have the beautiful, the sensual, the ever talkative, the ever something is going to be said, the F bomb queen, the beautiful penthouse pet. Sammy Phillips. And Sammy, I only said F-bomb queen because honestly, you're getting a lot better. I mean, it's, it's, it's gone from like about 156 to 140 to about eight last week. And uh, we're not going to keep track. But anyway, all kidding aside, Sammy, we love you. Happy to have you on the show.
3: And are you is, ready is, to rock? You is, ready to talk?
2: Yeah.
3: yeah. Is it a conscious effort, Sam? Are you trying to cut down on the cussing? No, okay. not really. Right. It's actually a conscious effort to cuss. All right. Perfect. Like, Well, then like, you haven't been doing a very good job lately.
1: Thank you. Like, when I, when it's pointed out to me, you know, don't cuss and this, that, and the other, then I creatively just try and throw them in to make the point, to make your point that I cuss too much. I don't know, dude. I'm crazy. So but, you're, like
2: the, you're like a kid. When we tell you not to do it, you do it. Okay, got it. All good. Understandable. Yeah. Yeah. All right, everybody, I'm back from Abu Dhabi. I'm not going to say my arms are tired. I'm going to say very simply, it was quite an adventure. If you follow me on Instagram at Bruce Buffer UFC, you notice that I went to Vegas, got tested, quarantined for 24 hours, got on the private Etihad commercial jet with Dana and the crew. A crew took care of us. We all flew over there 15 hours over to Abu Dhabi, get tested, quarantine 24 hours, get tested Quarantine another 24 hours, then told finally after the negative test came through, allowed to walk around in the safe zone where we're located on the island. And um, actually, I got to tell you, the W Hotel, which if you know the W Hotels, where we stayed nothing to complain about that. Beautiful hotel, had a beautiful suite, beautiful view, yachts outside, F1 Formula racetrack right outside the hotel. You could actually go and rent a car with a driver that'll drive you around the F1 track, you know, side drifting the whole bit could go golfing there was the beach um you'll see in looking for a fight Bisbeing and matt sarah and, and dana they go to a big uh skydive center the largest skydive tube 104 feet tall where it reenacts skydiving i didn't get to do any of these things because you know what i did we had the show starting at two and three in the morning so i slept during the day and stayed up all night to stay on u.s time because why why sammy the show must go on we have a show to do right but it was fun. Got into it. The food was really good. Um, we'll be going back at some time, I assume. But right now, I'm back. I was not there for the last show. We've got the next show coming up on Saturday. Obviously, a big show with uh, Robert Whitaker, Darren Till was the main event, Shogun Hua, Antonio Noguera. And, of course, a fight that I really want to see is the heavyweight fight with Fabricio Verdum and Alexander Gustafson coming back as a heavyweight. That's going to be a very interesting fight to see. Really full card. Enjoy the show. I will not be announcing it, but I will be watching it. And I will see you all while you're all seeing everybody else as I am watching them in the octagon. There's my UFC report. TJ, anything to add to that for the show happening this weekend at UFC Fight Island?
3: Uh, no, I mean, uh, Davidson Figueroa uh, captured the UFC's flyweight championship and yeah. looked amazing doing so. Yeah. Joseph Benavidez, a uh, very tough guy to handle, and and that's exactly what he did. Um, you know, spinning it forward, looking ahead to this next card, uh, I think the, the fight that you brought up, the heavyweight matchup between uh, Gustafson and uh, Verdum is a, is a heck of a fight. Verdum didn't look yeah. the way that he wanted to in his last fight out. Um, Gus coming back as a heavyweight. I really don't know what to expect, Bruce, and, and that's kind of like the most intriguing fight for me. Obviously, Whitaker and Till is a, a fantastic bout, to say the least. But uh, that Verdum and, and Gus fight, uh, sign me up. I, I, I want to see it badly.
2: Yeah, that's it. I mean, all the fights are great because this competitor is going to compete Whitaker and, and Till, who doesn't want to see that. But I'm with you. My mind is like Verdum and Gustafson. I want to see how Gustafson is as a, as a heavyweight. And I'm wondering what he's going to come in weighing as a right. heavyweight. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, Verdun probably 256. Gustafson, I'm going to guess, is going to come in around 235, 240 is my guess. Well,
3: I mean, th- that would be pretty big, 240 for yeah. a guy that, you know, probably walked at 230. Um, but, but I don't know, you know, you got to think that maybe he's adding some muscle. Um, he, he was retired, right? So who knows what sort of shape he's kind of kept himself in. Maybe he's picked up some sort of like hobby where he throws heavy things around. I, I don't know, but, yeah, uh, he does. Is, he
2: does. They're called Swedish pancakes.
3: Oh, so is that what they are? They up. Is that yeah, what they I are? Okay. Got it. it got it. Yeah. Uh, no, <laughs> I, I think it's gonna be a great fight. And, uh, I mean, if, if Alexander Gustafsson is half of the fighter, he was at two Oh five at heavyweight. Honestly, he should be a factor in the heavyweight division from fight one. Honestly, like he's that good at two Oh five. And if he has a renewed uh, motivation and sometimes maybe that motivation comes from not having to cut the weight, uh, we could be in store for a, a real serious threat in the heavyweight division. And, uh, no better way to prove that than by taking out a former champ. Totally. You know what? One of my
2: favorite fighters of all time in the octagon, I've always appreciated his fighting. I like him as a man. And, uh, Fabrizio a friend of mine. Certainly really enjoy watching a fight. Entertainment. Looking forward to it. I'll be glued. All UFC fans be glued out there. We're watching on Saturday. Okay. Good luck to the UFC. The last show in Abu Dhabi. And I'm going to give credit again to Dana White, the medical team, everybody there. They're doing a fantastic job. Really are. Uh, all the, uh, t- uh, Sammy, did you see any of my Instagram posts with all the people in the hazmat suits? I mean, they're they're delivering my food in hazmat suits. Yes. They're, yes. They're, crazy
1: into the room um i saw you on the sidelines um during uh like the the prep of the fight uh i saw all kinds of different stuff
2: yeah it's really really wild it's a matter of fact i got back and after uh rose on fight um she and pat barry were in the lobby and i walk in the lobby and there's these two spacemen in the lobby in full hazmat suits one of them walks up to me and starts reaching over to come at me and i'm like no Stay away, please. You know, distance. And he goes, Bruce, it's Pat Berry. It's me, right? Oh, wow. I couldn't even tell. And then uh, he goes, there's Rose. And Rose is waving at me and you know, blowing kisses and waving at me in a hazmat suit. And I'm like, what's going on? They go, we went to the hospital to get whatever she had to have done. And they put us in full gear while we're there. So we hey. just came back. We traveled there. We're here. Listen, four words in this world we live in. Better safe than sorry. Okay. Yep. Better safe. than so Are you guys getting it right now? Let's get into the COVID talk. I don't have I don't, COVID. No, I, I'm not getting it. No, I, don't, I, don't. I don't. Thank you. I don't mean getting it that way, but are you guys getting it more than ever? How friggin' serious this shit is? Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, is it isn't.
3: Is it get more serious every week for you? Like it does for me for, for me, 100% Bruce. Yeah. I, I'm with you. I think, you know, as the weeks go by and things are still closed. It, it, it weighs heavier on me. If that makes sense. That said, I, I think for most people, it's getting lighter and less of a concern week by week. And, you know, every week that goes by, more and more people I know uh, have had it or have it currently and are getting through it and getting over it. And it's weird to me because I think that more and more people are being impacted, like personally, um, but people are still more inclined to think it's not that big of a deal and just go on with their lives as, as usual. And that's that's not what we what we should be doing by any means i saw
1: something on the news you guys uh the other day saying that when enough people are infected that's when we have herd immunity yeah so the more people that become infected on i think how people are slacking off on everything is they're probably thinking well it's like you get the flu, right? So once you have the flu, you have an antibody to the flu, and hopefully you just don't get the flu again. Or the same thing with like a flu shot. You have a little bit of that flu in your system, so therefore you have antibodies and you just don't get it again. So if everybody around you, everybody gets COVID and most people live and develop this herd immunity, then therefore I think people are falsely thinking that everything is safe for them. When in fact, the more people that get it, the more people are affected by it. Right. The more people are going to die from it. It's it. In the long run, yeah. Once everybody gets it, then then it's not going to be. I think the threat it is right now. But the idea is not for everyone to get it, right? Well, or is it?
2: No, it's not. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think that's the goal. I mean, right now, depending on the region,
1: what if the government is slacking off on tests and the government, um, is trying to pass bills where they don't want to pay for testing and accoutrements to be able to test, uh, therefore, uh, people don't know that they're sick. Uh, they pass it on more people get sick. Then all of a sudden the entire population is sick. It almost seems like they're a part of that, but, Call me a, a conspiracy theorist, but not a weird one. No, that's not weird, what you're,
2: that's not weird what you're talking about, Sammy. I mean, right now, look, it's the highest ever. They're talking about a stay-at-home uh, ruling happening here in California again. They've already locked out, as we talked about the other week, the gyms, Did it restaurants stop outside. Is- what? Did it stop? I mean, I don't think our stay-at-home order has ever been lifted. Uh, yeah. Well, they're talking about the really strict one. Um, like they had before. Yeah, there was a lift. I you know, I I'm not quite sure. It's just that the news says
1: there a a stay at home lift. I do believe that they opened up certain yes. like businesses, right. but you're still supposed to stay
3: fucking at home. Right. That that's what doesn't make any sense to me. It's like, okay, we have a stay-at-home order, but you can go to a restaurant. Those two okay, things that, don't make sense. It doesn't make sense to
2: me either. And I'll ask you a question, okay? I got a call from a friend in, te- uh, in from Texas, okay? Somebody I met a while back uh, with another friend that wants to go out. They want to go to dinner, in Santa Monica at BOA that you know has the outside dining tomorrow night. This girl, this person's in from Dallas. My other friend, Shu, one of my best guy friends, is in from Phoenix. I have not seen anybody other than my close circle, my, my quarantine circle, or when I'm at UFC, everybody being tested. And they're inviting me out to dinner tomorrow night, right? Do I want to go? Sure. Sure you want I, to go. Am I going to go? No. no, I'm not. No. I'm not comfortable. I went out to a restaurant here near my house with Kristen and, and her husband, Chris, who were all self-quarantined and we have been during this whole time. So we're safe with each other. And I got to tell you, even though I was wearing the N95 mask the last week, 12 days or two weeks in Abu Dhabi and everything I'm doing, coming back on the plane, not taking any chances. And then you're sitting at a distance And they're serving you with the spit screens and the masks and the glasses and their their gloves and they're doing what they're supposed to do. And I have a cloth mask on now instead of an N95. I didn't feel safe. I wasn't enjoying myself. I I did not have a good time. I had a good time eventually because I'm with my brother and my sister, right? And we're there at the thing. But the feeling that went through my body, even when I had the mask on, I, I felt like I had a bulletproof vest on that bullets would go right through. And I did not feel safe. I felt like I was sitting in the middle of a gang war. But
3: the prob- I mean, do, you, do you get my drift? Sure, I get it. But the problem, Bruce, is the mask isn't really going to prevent you from getting sick. It is in the way that if everyone else uses it and they don't put their snot and spit all over everything and then you touch it and touch your face, that's where the mask helps you. Whether it's an N95 mask or just a simple cloth mask, you need to be wearing one. But I, I wouldn't get too obsessed with the idea that because you don't have an N95 mask on that you're really more vulnerable. Because the odds of you walking through, uh, you know, the the particle cloud or whatever, where you're breathing it in, it just doesn't exist. I, I, I haven't really well, seen no, no. a lot of stuff it like that. It, it does exist.
1: It does exist. exist.
2: Okay, it, fine. Don't say it doesn't exist. It okay, does exist. Okay, you
1: walk into an elevator that somebody just walks out of who just coughed because they were alone and they took off their mask or they didn't put their mask on because sure. they haven't seen anybody fine. in the building, et cetera, et etc., you walk in that, that small enclosed space into their fart, into their breath,
3: right, into their what, what I'm car. saying, though, Sam, is the odds of it, I, I don't think it's insane. I don't think that you're so much safer with an N95 mask on compared to any other mask. The bottom you line are, is—
2: You are. Okay. I, I go against you on that. I'm sorry, TJ. That's fine. The, the, from what I read, yes, you are safer with an N95 mask, but there's two things. The people on the front lines, the nurses, and the doctors can't get enough N95 masks. They tell us not to wear N95 masks, so they go there, right? And I can understand that. But an N95 mask prevents the particles from getting in where cloth masks do not. Cloth masks and the others might prevent your particles from going out. The N95 has an in and out protector unless I'm wrong. That's why I'm just saying I do feel more comfortable wearing it because that's what we're provided at UFC that we're told to wear everywhere we go okay so yes I do feel safer what I'm trying to get across is there is a post traumatic stress syndrome that's going to affect everybody with this thing and I what I'm even expressing is a bit of that too and that I am sitting in a restaurant where I can order and be at a safe distance I don't feel safe now have you been out to a restaurant Sammy have you been out to a restaurant TJ
1: I've been I've been out twice
2: and how Uh, did you feel
1: well uh it was interesting. Uh, I went with my friend, Gary Garver, who I used to host The Single Life with years ago. And uh, he has a Trump supporter nut friend. We all, of course ended up all arguing in a restaurant together. Like I was screaming at this idiot. But anyway, with my mask, but it was interesting. We went um, here in the Valley to one of the, like the big mall areas. So people were walking around some people without their masks, and I'm like, why aren't anybody wearing masks? I don't understand. Um, The restaurant, they had people spread out and distanced, and we basically had our masks on when we were talking, except when we were drinking and eating and put it back on. The same with everybody else in the restaurant. That was one type of instance. The other one, my best Greek friend, his father passed away during COVID, but not from COVID. He'd been sick for a couple of years. So they were not allowed to have a, a proper burial because apparently they only were allowing two people at the gravesite: the the priest and the mom. So my best friend and his brother, the rest of the family, nobody could honor their dad. So they took over a restaurant, a Greek owned family friend restaurant. The entire place was closed except our group of 15 people. To my knowledge, everyone had been tested before they came out that night, like days before. People came with their masks, took off their masks to eat. Nobody has tested positive. Everybody's safe. So
2: so you felt okay, but now look, here's the thing. I'm going to pick you up on something, and it's nothing that you did wrong, so don't, yeah. don't misunderstand me. Yeah, yeah. Everybody was safe. Eh. not true. Right. why? Why are we tested at UFC the moment we hit Vegas? Why are we tested then the moment we hit Abu Dhabi? Well, why are we
1: you tested can, then be exposed to it after the test happens? five, right.
2: days, but there is five no
1: days proof of anything
2: there's, yeah, there's no proof. but this is the wild thing about this because now the listen, the, the u s. Center for Disease Control and Prevention. and guarantee we heard President Trump saying, well, of the people won't get sick. And maybe there's a bit of math being wrong there because the term is 1% die. And what does that mean? 99% don't. There are long term effects from this. They're finding now in even children, okay, which we've talked about before in the show. I don't want lung damage. I don't want lung membrane damage. I don't want neurological damage. I don't want to be feeling fatigued for the next six months of my life, all these after effects you hear from a lot of people going through. But now, depending on the region, they're saying the number of people infected, okay, could be six to 24 times the numbers being reported. Now, in some states like Florida, it's 20 to 25% of everybody tested is testing positive. In California, if I'm not mistaken, it's around 10%. What does that tell you? That says that if you're in a room with 10 people, one of them is positive. Right. In Florida, if you're in a room with 10 people, 2.5 to 3 of them are positive. These are very scary stats. So, what should that tell us? If you have half a brain, you should be, even though we only use percent of our brain. So, if you're using 5% of your brain, you should still get the point that you need to wear a mask. Okay, you but need first to be social thing.
1: distancing. My question to you you know that. I know that TJ knows that a lot of people know to stop the spread and slow the infection rate. You should take these proper precautions, yeah. but there is a growing number of people out there who believe it's a hoax. Sincerely, Karen. 100%, it's bullshit. They do not believe it. They absolutely do not believe it. They do not believe masks work. They do not believe the virus is a virus and that it's dangerous. They lit, and I have very good friends that are smart, educated. Some were like liberal Democrats that have just glommed onto this crazy conspiracy bandwagon. And I do not understand like how wearing a mask removes your civil liberties. How?
3: Yeah. If you think that wearing a mask oppresses you, you don't know what oppression is, right? Seriously. Yeah.
1: Thank you. And here's the other thing. Like a friend of mine sent me a meme of a guy bending over farting and his pants covering didn't stop the fart from, uh, escaping right like the it came the air came out and it was like the stupid theme of a person bending over and the other person smelling the person's fart meaning that underwear or cloth or pants or any kind of covering is not gonna stop the expulsion of gases or the expulsion of air but here's my point if you're wearing underwear Okay, to go to any establishment at all, to go out in public, for me to walk out on my street and not get arrested and not have people call the police on me, I have to have something covering my vagina and my asshole, okay? That is the law. I cannot go out without it. No one's taking away my civil liberties. No one is telling me I can't have babies. No one's telling me that I can't have my period. I can't take a shit and I cannot fart. I can do all of these things in my underwear, hopefully not in my underwear, but you know what I mean? Nobody is removing anything from me. It's called common decency, courtesy, and the law. So it's the same, your mouth hole is as dangerous as your asshole, okay? (laughs) So put that in your fucking head, people. Cover your fucking mouth. I don't wanna see your dick hole. You don't wanna see my vag hole. I don't want to see your mouth hole, period.
2: Sammy Phillips for president, ladies and gentlemen. Here we are. Who else, TJ, who else could give an analogy and dissertation like that to get a point across other than Sammy Phillips? If you don't understand that point by now, I don't know who will. And Sammy, all kidding aside and all seriousness with us, I have friends like that too. And you know what? It gets to the point I almost want to just— it's not that I don't want to be their friend anymore. I just can't have an intelligent well, conversation. If this is your way of thinking, and is it because that you listen and our leadership does not lead by example, which has divided this country and caused a lot of issues. And that's about as political as I'm going to get with this statement right now. Okay. The bottom line is I had here, give you one little conversation. I had, I'm talking and a name will go unsaid. very popular UFC individual. And, oh, it's a hoax, oh, it's this, nothing's happened. Well, then why, real simply, why in Florida are there no ICU beds left?
1: Why are hospitals overrun? Because why- it's, a, it's a lie. They're going to say that's not really true. Yeah. That's the fake news yeah. media reporting that.
3: Which anything that they don't agree with is fake news media. You know what I mean? That's yeah. what sucks about it. Like, you can't prove, them, uh, prove to them anything. And I, I don't know. By the way, Sam Phillips uh, running for president. 2020 on the whole platform. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, anybody, anything's better than the Kanye West platform. Holy jeez, oh Where God. are we going? You, oh
2: you want to talk God. about
3: covering someone's oh mouth hole. God, they need to cover dude. that man's mouth hole. He shouldn't, I mean, b- preferably so he doesn't continue to embarrass himself. My goodness. What is well, he doing I, I guys?
1: He's working with Trump to, to siphon off whatever votes that he can from the good people from the good side like he doesn't care if he steals trump votes as long as he steals biden votes democratic votes uh independent votes it doesn't matter votes all the- i know
2: God. all i know is biden at 78 years old people are talking about his age he better pick an incredible running mate as vice president because chances are they may have to step in at some point, okay? It, ooh, I mean... Uh, well, nah, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. I hear what okay, you're saying. I, I hear what you're saying. Uh, but,
1: but wasn't, who was it? Wasn't Reagan, like, super old the second time around? The second time around, yeah. he,
2: and he, of course, we all know that he died of uh, complications from Alzheimer's disease, if I'm not
3: mistaken. But and he was also sharp, one, of my, though. one of
2: my favorite presidents from my lifetime.
3: He was sharp, you know? though, when he was in office. He was very, very quick. He was it, sharp. It was hard yeah. to catch him in... Sort of gotcha moments. There's a great film, by the way, on uh, I think it's Hulu called The Reagan Show, and it's just clips of of him in office and handling himself uh, during uh, public press conferences and things like that. It's it's, it's really great stuff. Uh, I was a little bit too young to sort of appreciate him uh, as a president, um, but you know, as a as an older gentleman, and especially now when we look at uh, you know what we have for leadership now and the way that you know President Trump conducts himself, it's it's quite interesting to see a leader from the past and how uh, you know, he chose his words and, and, and things like that. It's kind of, I, I don't want to piss anybody off, but it's, it's kind of refreshing. You know what I mean? He's, he's a very it, classy it, dapper individual.
2: Absolutely. And it reminded me of one thing before I go on to this little subject here, I've said it every week, but, uh, those of you that refuse to wear a mask, and those of you that refuse to do what you're doing, I hope you stop listening to the show. I, mean, I told you all this. I don't want you listening to the show. You shouldn't listen to the show. If you're not going to follow the safety and protocol that we need to get better. Got to throw it out there. I notice our listening numbers are going up uh, every week, and very nicely so. So I gather there's a lot of people following things right and wearing their masks. And thank you so much for practicing your safety and protocol. I really appreciate it. Do you know now? Get this, guys. I've always complained about, at the federal level, when something is as serious as COVID or gun control whatever, that we don't make it a nationwide ruling where every state does the same. If it's gonna close down, every state closed down. If it's gonna do this, every state do this. They leave it. Do you know what people are doing now? In the obituaries that they're publishing for their family members or friends, let's say it's happening now, where people have died from complications of COVID nineteen. And again, you don't have to be elderly to die from COVID nineteen as being proven every single day. They're actually blaming governors in the obituaries, right? For for what's happening. Okay. And it's like here's an example: the carelessness of politicians led to my mother's undeserving death. You know, this is so many things are going on now. This this twilight zone, this this on the way to apocalypse type feeling that of life that we're living right now um, is following every movement. Remember, I always said that all movies come true. Buck Rogers, this, that, the other, Star Wars, the Jetsons, right? Uh, video TV. I still remember films like Red Dawn where suddenly you see the jets flying overhead and you go, oh, that's cool. And then all of a sudden the bombs burst in there and then we're in, you know, we're like road warrior times. I'm not trying to be pessimistic, but can somebody give me some frigging good news that's going on instead of opening this paper and realizing that people are writing obituaries mentioning governors and and, and uh, COVID-19 spikes that are higher than ever? And you want to blame the hospitals for maybe trying to collect their $30,000 or whatever it is that that they get from somebody that passes from COVID-19, whatever. I understand things can be changed and stats can be changed and people could be out for self-fulfillment financially, whatever. The bottom line is, even if you weigh that in to be 2 3% or whatever the percentage of the problem is, we are in a serious fucking problem, okay? How I, I mean, third time, T.J., serious fucking problem. Fourth time, T.J., COVID-19, seriously. And I know we talk about it. I'm tired of talking about negatives. It's I a serious positive. fucking problem. It's a serious fucking problem.
1: Okay, you, so you guys have cursed more than me.
2: That's, that's right because that's it's true. a serious fucking problem, okay? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, when we go uh, big, we go big. And uh, We go big, we go big. Definitely big. You know in the Okay, airports. I drive to Vegas. I got four shows in Vegas next month. I drive up and back from Vegas. I have another potential appearance, which I can't talk about, that's going to be so cool if it happens. I'm going to drive to Fresno for this and back. Why? I don't want to go to the airports. Why did I fly to Abu Dhabi?
3: We were treated like. You can't drive to Abu Co- Dhabi. That's why. Well, you-, no, you-, also you, you
1: took <laughs> private. You, you knew that everything was sanitized. Everything on- was sanitized. Yeah,
2: exactly. It really gave you a good feeling. But, and Michael heard talked about it on his podcast. I caught him not wearing his mask and like, put on your mask. Right. And he told me I got it. I heard somebody said he was saying the podcast I got on his case, but he realized I was right. Right. Yep. Okay, we tested. And and I won't mention individuals that are on the plane with masks off talking. That is not what we're supposed to be doing. Okay, we have to do this right. Airports, more than one thousand TSA employees as of two weeks ago have tested positive for covid-19.
3: Yeah, I I was. So I travel shit. I traveled yesterday and, uh, you know, just my luck yesterday. Um, My bag got the random uh, search.
0: this is Stephanie from Safeway. Exciting news! Safeway, Chevron, and Texaco are offering even more savings at the pump. Now through September 8th, shop at Safeway and redeem up to $1 per gallon in gas rewards at participating Chevron and Texaco stations and at Safeway fuel stations. Shop Safeway this week and earn up to $1 per gallon in gas rewards. This is Stephanie from Safeway and we'll see you soon. Maximum gas reward at participating Chevron or Texaco stations is $1 per gallon in a single fill-up. Up up to 25 gallons for a limited time. Other restrictions and exclusions apply. See complete details in-store or at Safeway.com. Hi, this is Stephanie from Safeway. Exciting news. Safeway, Chevron, and Texaco are offering even more savings at the pump. Now through September 8th, shop at Safeway and redeem up to $1 per gallon in gas rewards at participating Chevron and Texaco stations and at Safeway fuel stations. Shop Safeway this week and earn up to $1 per gallon in gas rewards. This is Stephanie from Safeway, and we'll see you soon. Maximum gas reward at participating Chevron or Texaco stations is $1 per gallon in a single fill-up, up up to 25 gallons for a limited time. Other restrictions and exclusions apply. See complete details in-store or at Safeway.com.
3: And for whatever reason, they did the little cotton swab thing, put it through the machine, and I got a flag. Like, I don't know why. They're like, did you handle chemicals? Like, not besides hand sanitizer. Um, but anyway, I had to get patted down by a TSA agent, and uh, I'm sitting there going like, man, how many people does this person come in contact with? And now they're coming in contact with me. Now I've essentially come in contact with all the people they've come in contact. I want to go take a shower. Yeah. yeah. Th- thanks for the reassurance, Dhabi, guys. Trust me. Thanks for the reassurance.
1: <laughs> We're like, uh, yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: No. I don't want to go through it. I don't want to no. go through airports. Do you so, know at San Quentin Prison that more than half of the prisoners are infected with, incarcerated yeah. or infected with Corona 19?
3: Yeah. I've heard that. Um, one thing I'll say, uh, I've flown two different airlines during all of this, and, uh, I, I won't say any names, but one was very, very clean. Um, made sure that pretty much everyone had a middle seat between them, unless you were traveling in the same party, um, handed out alcohol swabs when you got on the uh, plane to wipe your, your seat down. And the other one that I flew uh, yesterday, th- there was nothing like that. Uh, full, full capacity plane, uh, no sanitization, anything to be had. The only protocol they seemed to follow was not giving me a drink on the plane. You should out that one, out them. Well, let's just say I'm proud to be an American. Oh, American Airlines. They suck. What are you talking about? Nah. I'm proud to be an American, guys. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, we got it. We got it. I've Don't had, worry. The- <laughs> we're not united
2: hey, you- on this, all right? You know uh, you know the taxpayer funds and the paycheck protection program that were going on that a lot of um, restaurants and establishments received millions of dollars, and there was a big thing that came out that Shake Shack, you know, they, uh, they basically gave back. Right. Like uh, $10 million. Yep. Do you know uh, what? They the, the other restaurant the guy owns, the Union Square Hospitality Group, accepted $11 million. Okay, so he gets all this publicity yeah. for saying Shake Shack gave it back. But then his other restaurant, well, if I'm reading this correctly, took more. $11 well, million. Let, let me you know, ask I told you this, this though. Kristen, you, I, told, oh, sorry, I told this to yeah. Kristen, who takes the kids to Shake Shack all the time. Mm-hmm. Eh, no more Shake Shack.
3: Done. But, let, Done. Let, let me ask you this, though, Bruce. Do you, I mean, do we know for certain that he was even aware that the other one got it? Like, it's possible. These companies are so big. And and I understand that, you know, if you're the head of it, I understand that. But I mean, if you have a company that has thousands of employees, you're not really hip to all the money coming in and going all the time. I mean, I
2: don't know. I I understand that. And I'm not going to disagree with that. Okay. But... If I have a company and I'm not watching over every step, but an $11.4 million infusion of funds go into that company, you better damn well know that as a CEO of that company, I'm going to know about that.
3: One thing I I heard about these small business loans, um, these forgivable small business loans, uh, basically that the government identified some of these uh, companies that uh, were – you know, not your average small business and had big legal teams and just approved those companies for loans and paid them out without those companies even applying. And that is essentially because the money was going to go so fast that you want to essentially deny someone that qualifies um, who doesn't have the, the legal beagles to sick on you and, and, you know, drag you through the mud. And I unfortunately think that's kind of what happened with some of the bigger companies that did get money. Whether or not they gave it back is, is on them, but some of them got money without even asking for it, and that's odd.
1: Uh, the Archdiocese of New York received $28 million in coronavirus aid.
2: So uh, where are they putting that money?
1: Um, they claim—
2: <laughs> In the bank— put- Money. Are they putting it into psychological care for the uh, people that have been accused of certain no, things? it's to icing? keep
1: people employed. But aren't they, like...
2: They don't pay taxes. Yeah. Right.
1: Why would they get aid? I'm confused.
3: Yeah, um, I mean, I don't know how that works. Like, if you're a, a, a religion, too. are yeah. you a business? I mean, I guess. You wouldn't have a... Ta- I mean, do, do churches and stuff have a tax ID number? They don't pay taxes. Right. I'm sure they have a tax do- ID number. right? I so that's how, that's how they would get it then. They have a tax ID number so they can qualify for it. Toyota's Labor Day sales event is ending soon. Save big with 0% APR on 13 of Toyota's top selling models like RAV4, Camry, and Corolla. Don't wait. Toyota's Labor Day sales event ends Monday. Toyota. Let's go places. Click the banner or visit buyatoyota.com. Total Wine & More announces points with a purpose. Now through September 13th. Collect five times points on wines and spirits. Points earned equals a matching donation to local charities. Up to $2 million in total. Shop with us today or visit TotalWine.com. Terms and conditions apply.
1: Oh, wait. Whoa. Hold on. Okay. Hang on. Let me back up. Uh, Rewind. Question. Have been raised on social media about the 1.4 billion dollars the Catholic Church received in coronavirus aid. Wow! What, what, so let's take that back billion. 1.4 billion.
2: That's a, the, that's a made now. I mean, whatever whoever needs aid should get aid.
1: Okay, uh, so they, the,
2: the money churches are
1: closed. <laughs> the taxpayer-funded paycheck protection program. The Archdiocese of New York received fifteen loans, totaling twenty eight million for its top executive offices. At least one million reportedly went to Saint Patrick's Cathedral.
3: For what? Well, they're closed. You said it, Bruce. They're closed. Yeah, they were re- closed. They were Well, they rely on money to come in. They can't get money to come in if they're closed. So you've answered your own question. Whether it's right or wrong is a completely different sort of thing. Yeah.
1: Oh, wait, one more thing. The Associated Press says tens of millions of dollars went to went to dioceses that were financially strapped, not only because of COVID, but due to payouts made to victims yeah. of clergy sex abuse. So why is the government giving the church right. money back because they're paying families that they allowed their clergy to abuse? If,
3: if you don't pay taxes, you should not accept loans that are based on taxpayers' money. In my opinion. I agree with you, TJ, but I'm still trying to get over
2: what Sammy just said. You know how I feel about this subject, Sammy. Yeah. It's disgusting. It just infuriates me. So we're actually taking taxpayer money and paying settlements of the ill-doings of individuals in the Catholic Church? It's a business. That's Is that what you're
1: telling me? It's a business. In the CBS News report, it's CBS News, so... Fake not
3: news, like fake
2: news. Pardon me, I'm not up to date. Is that fake news according to the president or not? Is CBS fake? But or, uh, it's, it's
3: individual stories, out. Bruce. You don't know? Like if CNN says something positive about the president, then they're you know actually reporting news for the first time ever.
1: You know, it's funny because my friend who I was arguing with about the fake news media, and I'm like, so hang on. Which one of them is the fake news? Is it Fox News? Right. Is it OAN? which is basically a state run like news organization. Is it CNN? Is it MSNBC? Is it the Washington post? Who's the fake? Is it BBC? Is it Al Jazeera?
3: It's whoever, whoever disagrees with him at the moment is fake.
1: I had that. you remember the conversation I told you was
2: having about uh, the person was saying, no, it's all a hoax and this. And I told him about the ICU and the hospital. Where'd you get your information? I go, I was just reading this article on CNN. Oh, come on. That's fake news. Right. Yeah. How do you have yeah. a conversation with idiots like you, this? You can't. Okay. You can't. can't. Let me rephrase. How do you have a conversation with ignorant people like this? You can't. It's funny. Let me, let, me, let me rephrase. How do you have a conversation about this fucking situation with all these ignorant, stupid people that believe like this?
1: All you have to do is actually quote. You TJ
3: you can cut that out of the show if you
1: want.
2: <laughs> no, absolutely
3: not. No, no. I mean we're we're Sorry, se- we're, we're setting I a car-
2: levels like this right now. We're we're setting people. a
3: career high in one show. You're you're doubling your career high (laughs) in one shot.
1: Not
2: just that, I'm saying it more than Sammy, so it's okay. Fuck me. Do we (laughs) have
1: like a jar that we put dollar, ten dollar bills in every time there's an f-bomb?
2: Ah, the curse jar here with my boys is overflowing. Don't worry, we're gonna go out to dinner when we go out to dinner and spend the money. I think (laughs) that the swear jar is just
3: Sam's bank account. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Okay.
2: Listen, I don't want to say all kidding aside because we're not kidding. We're not kidding. I mean, Simple as that. we're kidding, but we're very serious. Very serious. Now, now, another serious note mentioning the boys and you too, TJ. And how do you feel about this, Sammy? Let me tell you how I felt real quick. L.A. school district, no school till next year. Uh, San Diego. Uh, wait, wait, LA, wait, 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 wait. US. No
3: school period?
2: Or no in um, school? No in school. Okay. Yeah, homeschool. No right. in school. Okay. No in school. A lot of people are fighting that. In San Diego County, some schools are saying um, that they may fight it, too. There are individual schools that want to stay open. If I was a teacher, not just a student, I don't think I'd want to go to work.
1: A lot right? of them don't want to. They don't want yeah. to.
2: They have, they have, we've heard these horror stories about three teachers that got it and one died. Right? There's always those stories out there. I, it breaks my heart. To see what the young people are going through, missing out, as we've discussed on the show before, on these levels and age of innocence they're going through and all this important thing they need. It breaks my heart. Sure. It's going to it's going to handicap the future of this generation that is growing right now. I, I, I'm i so torn on this and, and seeing what it's doing to my boys, much less everybody else. How do you guys feel? You're, you're a parent, TJ.
3: Yeah, um, this is something that was brought to my attention. We, we just moved like li- literally last week, just moved and moved to a uh, new school district. And uh, they were sending out uh, basically um, a questionnaire about what you as a parent wanted for your child. And um, there were three options. There was we want to try to be in school as much as we can, so let's be in school. Uh, there was a blended learning, which was you know half at school, half at home, and then there was all at home. And uh, my wife and I, we selected the option that would put our son you know, at home um, and and be safe. And the, uh, school hadn't made a decision. Now they've since made a decision that it will be uh, all online, at least through the end of the year. Um, but my wife and I didn't blame her. I didn't disagree with her said that if, if he was forced to do the blended learning, uh, or be forced to go to school at all in any way, shape or form until there's a vaccine or anything was sort of really ironed out to where we felt we had a good handle on it, that she would just pull him from school and homeschool him. I I completely agree. It's it's hard for me to go against that because my common sense thinks, yeah, of course, you want to protect your child. What better way to protect them than keeping them at home?
1: Um, Did you guys hear that Trump is trying to enact some law where basically it's an immigration law that anybody that is studying here, foreign exchange students, kids that are in Harvard, Princeton, all these uh, college-educated kids that are here from other countries, from India, from Abu Dhabi, from everywhere, unless that school is providing in-class, in-room classes, those students are deported and have to go back to their countries. Some of these students are renting apartments here. So You know what I mean? It's like, how how could the president pass any law or enact or purport any law that forces a school to have classes in the room in order to keep their students in America? What kind of shit is that? Sounds so- like another
3: way to get— non-U.S. citizens out of the country. This all, uh, these,
1: all these colleges are now suing the government.
3: Hang on, hang on, hang on. L- let me stop you before we go down that road because the Trump administration on Tuesday rescinded a policy that would have stripped visas from international students whose courses uh, move go. exclusively uh, online amid the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, the move comes after the policy announcement last week sparked a flurry of litigation, uh, beginning with a suit brought by Harvard University and the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. So, uh, yeah, you're right. They were trying to do that. It's dead in the water.
1: Okay, good. Fuck them.
3: Number one. Okay.
2: So um,
1: <laughs> oh, that's at least
3: <laughs> three know, for her. Come on.
2: You know, the courts are relatively closed, filing lawsuits, much less a criminal uh, trial these days. You know, it could be on hold, it could be whatever. And with all this going on, like in Georgia, governors getting sued by senators or whatever the heck is going on, lawsuit here, a lawsuit there, a lawsuit there. <laughs> jesus god okay. almighty this suing is crazy.
1: because mayors are trying to enact mass right. and safe distancing orders and these republican governors are are fucking fucking everything up uh overturning and uh suing these mayors that are trying to protect the people yeah 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 yeah
2: it's like catch 22 time it's just a yeah. solve one problem create another make it worse I don't know. This is this is the twilight zone. No matter how we look at. it. As much as I like to laugh and stay positive all day long, we have to. Okay, real quick. What's the most positive thing going on in your life right now, TJ? Ooh, give me two
3: seconds. Ask Sam. I'll tell you in a minute.
2: Sammy, what's the most positive, happy thing going on in your life right now? We need to hear some good
1: stuff.
3: Um. Uh,
1: okay. So I'm 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 feeding about thirty squirrels on okay. my property. And, uh, in isolation, I started growing a garden in April, which has flourished with herbs and vegetables and whatnot. And it's also attracted every critter within like a 20 mile radius So to keep them out of my crops. I commissioned squirrel furniture to be built by this couple in Florida. So I have a, a, a custom made squirrel picnic table and a custom made squirrel feeding trough, and a custom-made squirrel watering hole. And I set up my phone on time-lapse photography, and I just film them coming and going, and there's different groups of them, so I'm keeping all these squirrels alive, which is something positive. And then i realized that I have a whole lizard family also living on my property, so now I've started feeding them. So that makes me happy. Very nice. Squirrels, lizards, cats, you guys.
2: Got it. Sounds good. TJ?
3: Okay, so I saw a post online uh, from a lady named Carrie Bailey. Um, she said her son is obsessed with the UFC, uh, said that his, uh, her son is so obsessed that she could probably have him sit in for Joe Rogan and commentate the fights and not have an issue. Um, he uh, is having a birthday, and unfortunately during this time, Um, He's not able to have his friends and and family together. Uh, So he was hoping that he could get one UFC personality to wish them a happy birthday. Um, His his name is Reese. And I read this and I said, you know what? We got to get Bruce Buffer to wish Reese a happy birthday. And maybe if he asks really nicely, you'll give him a championship introduction.
2: Yeah, I'll be happy, John. I I'll send send me the details, and I'll send you an audio championship introduction for him. We've
3: yeah, I had to trip. do that. I I just it's getting back to something that you've been really passionate about for the last few months here, Bruce. You know, the class of two thousand and twenty, yeah. not able to yeah. walk. Um, you know, at their graduation, and and yeah. you know, we we think about you know coming coming into adulthood moments. You know, getting your driver's license. Where are you going to go? You can't even do things like I don't even know if the DMVs open. Are they open? I, Can you get a driver's license?
2: I had to go stand in line at the beginning of COVID because I lost my license. The line was so long. I went back home. Luckily,
3: you physically later, lost I, it. You didn't like well, uh, like lose it because no, you had a, too many to drink.
2: No, I did. No, I just lost it in the house somewhere. I couldn't so find it, but I needed it. But a day later, I found it. I was so happy. I oh. didn't go back to the DMV. Trust me, appointment or not. But, yeah, send me that stuff. I mean, I do, listen, I'm inundated. You know, I'm busy filming videos and audios and cameos like crazy all day long. I love it. I love it. Keep the orders coming in. I want to make people happy. And we all know I give partial proceeds to charity. But anyway, yes, send it to me. I'll send you something nice for them. Absolutely love to.
3: That's awesome. Uh, Reese, if you're listening, sorry, Bruce said the F word six times. Oh, yeah.
2: Sorry, too. (laughs) My boys (laughs) listen, too. I don't normally curse like that. Okay. It's all good. When I, what did I ever say to the show? When I say it, I mean, it, mean and it. Usually I'll say it one right. time. Right. You okay, reserve and
3: it. it. And that's yeah. why I'm saying, like, this is a pretty big deal because you dropped it like five, six times a show. Literally haven't done it in like 12 years. So it was peer
2: pressure, you know, Sammy. <laughs>
3: Sam, Sam yeah. what a bad influence
2: you are. What? Hey, guys, you know what? Sammy, you want to go to the store and buy some clothes in this COVID 19 period. Does it bother you to go to the store and try on clothes? Uh, 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 I haven't done that. Yeah, well i mean it's uh, believe me stores have to be careful too there some yeah. stores now if clothes are tried on yep. they take those clothes and put them somewhere else for like 4 to 6 hours or whatever the case might be before they put them out again
3: yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't got a i wouldn't got a new suit during this and uh by the way it was awesome because the whole entire store shut down for me to go get fitted and uh wow. but but it was also a little bit awkward because the person that was fitting me for the suit was wearing a hazmat suit not not kidding you like like again really? the whole yeah yeah Um. Really, really. I mean, I. I want to say overcautious, but I feel like that's probably the right thing to do. You know what I mean? So I can't say overcautious. Like you said, better safe than sorry. But, uh, it was nice to to walk into a suit store and have the whole place to myself. Yeah, of course. As long as you're spending some money, they'll be happy. In in right now, you want to buy a suit? You can get a high end. I I got a Calvin Klein suit, Bruce. Guess how much? Price is right style. Let's go. You ready?
0: Eighty nine bucks.
3: Two fifty. A hundred and seventy five dollars. Yeah. So it right S- down S- there, Sam yeah. wins pretty good. she didn't she didn't overbid. Bruce overbid, but uh Sam, you're the next contestant on the price is right.
2: Well you don't want to know what my suits cost. So trust me, that was a highly discounted well. They're
3: free. <laughs> free. You're sponsored. <laughs> they should be free. Yeah, they are. They but, are there you definitely but they, they still cost though. They still cost. Oh, of course, one hundred percent. I see those things. My goodness. Here,
2: let's go on to a couple of I'm happy to see your uh, building on the clothier line tj you're out in front of the camera gotta look with class act with class look sharp my man i mean I, i'm good.
3: not i'm not uh you know my king and bay
2: dapper but
3: you know eventually hey
2: listen king and bay might be willing to do something for you you're out there on tv now let's talk about it i'll get king and bay to take care of you in some way shape or form that'd be amazing yep. there could be a suit in your future and probably will be
3: All
0: Right. Hi, this is Stephanie from Safeway. Exciting news. Safeway, Chevron, and Texaco are offering even more savings at the pump. Now through September 8th, shop at Safeway and redeem up to $1 per gallon in gas rewards at participating Chevron and Texaco stations and at Safeway fuel stations. Shop Safeway this week and earn up to $1 per gallon in gas rewards. This is Stephanie from Safeway, and we'll see you soon. Maximum gas reward at participating Chevron or Texaco stations is $1 per gallon in a single fill-up, up up to 25 gallons for a limited time. Other restrictions and exclusions apply. See complete details in-store or at Safeway.com. (sighs)
2: Okay, guys, here's Sammy. This is a one for you. This is under our stupid is as stupid does. Mm -hmm. A former Miss Kentucky, right, was sentenced to two years in prison for sending topless photos to a 15-year-old student. How do you feel about that, Sammy?
1: She knew he was 15?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's stupid. Stupid. Dumb. Not legal.
2: Not legal. Dumb. So Dumb. Do you think 2 years is a is a uh, heavy sentence?
1: Is that probation or jail? Jail. Jail. Mm. I mean,
2: it's a, it's not is that considered pedophilia in a way? Well, or no?
1: Yeah, I think pedophilia so. Be, yes, it's yeah. your you know, your your you're trafficking nude photos to yeah. an underage minor. I mean, so b-
3: Whether whether or not you want to admit it, you're preying upon someone by doing that sort of thing. I mean, it's not the the physical type of preying on someone, but you're warping a young person's mind by giving them They're access to something like that.
1: Their mental acuity is not equipped to right. handle relationships, sexual advances, yeah. uh women. So um I mean not, not to get they, too. They can, never, they can never say, Yes, uh, I want to have sex with you. Right. Like they don't the the law doesn't look at them as having the ability to make that
3: decision. Not not to get too like twisted here, but I mean, almost without fail, every time a story like this is read and I'm around one of my buddies, my buddy will say, Oh, where were those teachers when I was in school? And it's like, if you have met some of those kids that have actually had things like this happen, they grow up with like serious intimacy issues. They're they're not as, you know, normal as, as you like to think they are because they had something that you perceive as an adult. Cool happen to them when they're a teenager there's there's a reason kids need to be protected and uh, i think that's something that a lot of people sort of overlook in our society that if it happens to a a male a young man uh they're just going to get over it and it's not a big deal but it's like no there's a reason that teenagers are protected from people like that and need to be
2: yeah you know nowadays with the COVID 19 lockdown and stuff this gets back to what i mentioned before teenagers are protected more than ever because they're home but at the same time they're missing out on these experiences, not with adults like we're talking about, but with their fellow kids. You know, they're missing out on all of this. The socialization. It's just. I, I mean, socializing was was going downhill before this happened, with all the technology. Now it's really. It's just. Anyway, this. I'm sorry. It's a daily thing that I feel when I see what these kids are going through. Much less adults. Depression's going up. Suicides are going up. Suicide lines are going up. You know, it's just. Okay, we wanted to get away from that. We'll get away from it. Here's another funny story. Co- not funny. This is another stupid story. How big is a coffee bean? The size of a coffee bean, you know? Yeah. yeah. Okay. In Italy, police thwarted these drug smugglers. You know what they did? They sliced hundreds of coffee beans open and stuffed them with cocaine. Really? And then encased them with dark brown tape, right? You can do And they would have got it. Yeah, they would have got away with it, except the package containing the coffee beans. If you've seen John Wick, right? Yeah. Okay. The, the, uh, the, they, they named their op. Let me put it this way. Excuse me. I want to get this down straight. Someone noticed the name on the packages has Centino Antonio. That was the mafia boss in John Wick 2. Okay. That caused the police to look at it, open it up, and they found the coffee beans with the cocaine in them. If you got to do something as intricate and detailed as that, please yeah. at least do it right. You know, yeah. e- empty label. Don't label I mean, the dang thing. The, well, you also, too, that?
3: If you're gonna use a label, like don't rip it off from a fairly popular franchise. You know what I mean? Like that's something yeah, totally. that, yeah, like I don't know. So I they s-
2: they slice 500 beans, put in 150 grams of blow oh, into okay. the beans. A package weighing two kilos. So they arrested the guy driving and of course the widow was addressed to which is a tobacco shop in Florence, Italy. They busted the guy, the 50-year-old that owned the place. Stupid, stupid, stupid.
1: Okay, so hold on. You you mean one of those long beans, right? No, no. Yeah. No, no, no. You cannot put cocaine into a bean like this. That's what they did. No, it's just not possible. I'm looking at the picture right here. That's what they yeah. did. I
2: mean I'm sending it to you right now. Okay, you look. Take a look at it. That's what they did. How intricate is that? I have a hard time cutting garlic. Most, most, let's think about something. You understand
1: that if you, if you dig out a bean, because I drink coffee all the time. Yeah. Not Coke, but coffee. Well, thank you Uh, for that clarification. If you dig out a bean, it becomes powder. So then how do they stop? The brown powder from mixing with the white powder, if they're putting the white powder in the brown bean, that's going to have brown powder residue because they drilled a hole in it and tried to get the brown out.
2: Check your email. Look at your email. I couldn't follow out.
3: Sam's description.
2: I, I kind of got it, but look at your email. It'll answer it. It's right there. Okay.
1: I'm going to do that right now. Okay, while,
2: you, while you're doing that, I'm going to go into some collectible talk here. I love these kind of stories. This one in particular. Okay. A long forgotten Chinese vase that once sold at auction for $56, basically 44 pounds, right? Just sold for 70 million Hong Kong dollars, basically 9 million. Another one of these discoveries, an elderly woman passed, they searched her home, they found this vase she paid $56 for. It had an interesting blue and white floral design on it. And um, basically it belonged to the Kwai Emperor who ruled China, China for more than 60 years. How the heck this got into her possession? I do not know. But now that $56 vase just sold at Sotheby's for $9 million. Check your attics, folks. Check your attics. It's all right there. Okay. Now, it, remember last week I told you about the LeBron James card, the rookie yeah, card? Yep. Okay, it uh, sold for 1.8 million dollars, the largest uh, price paid for any trading card in the history of prices being paid for trading cards.
3: That's bonkers, absolutely bonkers. bonkers.
2: Yep. Now, one of Elvis Presley's most famous guitars is going on the choppy block. Obviously, that's going to go for big money. It's oh, one, yeah. to used, like in '54 to '56. Um, oh, that, that, that's going to do well north of six figures, right? Oh yeah, they figure uh, the minimum bid is 1.2 million. Okay, so we're go- they,
3: we're talking seven. Got it. Seven. Well, they say three, but I've seen those. They say three, and it goes to five. You no, never no, seven. Know. Seven figures is what I'm saying. So, like, yeah, I, I could see about three million. Three, 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 yeah, to, I, three to seven million. Yeah. And you know
2: they're coming out with a new Top Gun movie, so now they're going to be releasing. Um, this is a big auction happening, and for all movie memorabilia, uh, such as Robin Williams' Peter Pan sword from the movie Hook and uh, the spaceship used in Alien, but Tom Cruise's helmet from the first Top Gun movie.
3: Oh. How much do you think that'll go for a uh, quarter mil? Yeah. Three to five hundred. Three to five hundred. Yeah. 500, yeah. I, I feel pretty good about that, actually. But yeah, I mean, yeah. how cool would that be sitting on your coffee table? That'd be pretty, pretty rad. I'd like that. Very cool. That's the beauty of collectibles. But, yeah.
2: And again, in this in this day of uh, uneven financial times and everything going crazy, as I've told you before, I just bought about eight wax packs of 86, 88, 87 Fleer with the Michael Jordan first, second, and third year rookie cards. Since the last dance came out on ESPN, Michael Jordan's memorabilia is going up like crazy. Wax packs are like doubling and this, that, and the other. A lot of investments to be made there, folks, but you have to know what to buy. But I paid an average of $230 for 1988 wax packs of Fleer with the Jordan card. Could have bought these probably for 50 bucks two years ago. I predict that by this time next year, they'll be worth four to $500 each. Dang. By the way, things are going. And it will not go down. Up, up, up. But yeah. on eBay, gold bricks, gold bricks. Sold, 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 sold. Or keep, 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 which I will do.
3: What's the most expensive Bruce Buffer trading card going for?
2: I've seen crazy prices like on the limited ones where they take pieces of my shirt. I've had about 12 of them made by Tops and some others. But the Tops cards, you know, three. Three to five hundred. I've seen people try to get them for you know down low. The my original tops card, if it's graded by PSA, maybe fifty bucks to a hundred bucks. You know, we'll see. I mean, I'm not LeBron James for gosh sakes, but oh, you know, wow. it's just cool to see people selling them. People try to sell for anything. I've even seen my book sign Somebody trying to get nine hundred dollars for. them. like, are you kidding? Who's gonna buy that?
3: There's a you know? there's a lot of uh, a lot of these uh, old uh, cards, Octagon used uh, announced cards that you. Have uh, let yeah. go that are that are up for sale. They're expensive. They're what, going for a lot more at? than you sold them originally. Uh, well, I'm looking at I'm looking at funny. one. Uh, this is Eddie Alvarez, uh, Eddie Alvarez and Gilbert Melendez. It's going for nine hundred dollars. That single card. You probably sold the whole set for two. Mm-hmm. So that yeah. that's bonkers. I mean that that one card is probably you know half the asking price for the entire events cards. But yeah, I guess. Uh, I guess people need to buy these things when you let them go.
2: Let me tell you something really cool. My garage is full of collectibles and boxes and the whole nine yards. You haven't been over to the new house yet, Sammy. You got to come over. You know, I'd love for you to come over. I missed the party that one time. But I got back from Abu Dhabi, Kristen and Chris and the kids literally organized and cleaned my entire garage, put two storage sheds out on the side of my house put everything in. I came home to the most beautifully clean garage and I saw they have put all the boxes out. I have of all my past show cards from over 10 plus years. Now, you know what those cards have sold for at an average of 500 to a thousand a set, right? TJ, I've Mm -hmm. only done that by maybe 20 times. Yep. I have hundreds of them of, of, uh, of, uh, programs, sign cards and size sign individual for each one in cases 2000 to 2012 to to 214 214 to 216 i have all those just sitting there right and now in, in case lockdown storage very cool to look at i don't <laughs> i got a lot of memorabilia lying around man i guess when it's time for me to go you guys can have a nice big garage sale there we go in memory of bruce buffer but get the right price will you please yeah. get the right price i'm keeping them yeah keep them i'll probably be the one so. buying them <laughs> I started going through them and I got excited looking at some of these old shows. The old Randy Couture fights and, oh, yeah. you know, uh, Bombay A from 2003 with Anoki. And, wow. And, uh, that's that's oh. the one I would want. I'd want one of yeah. those. That was really cool. The Japanese UFCs, UFC 100, you know, when I did the 360 and all that kind of stuff there. It's just, wow. Crazy stuff.
3: Really, really cool. Okay, enough about me. Um, How about this, Sammy. real quick? Real quick. UFC 223 main event card, uh, Khabib Nurmagomedov versus Ally Quinta. That one card, $2,974.15.
2: Well, whoever bought that set, if I remember correctly, paid in the area of about 4000 for the set. I so. forget, i got to go back to my record. So they're definitely trying to resell for money.
3: Yeah, well, I mean, just how, that one card. 20, how much again? $2,974.15.
2: Well, the Amanda Nunes Cyborg card sold for $4,273. Yeah, but
3: that went to Dan Lambert. I mean, right? That's, you know... <laughs>
2: exactly no but other cards are sold for 2000 plus so sure
3: but what i'm saying is is these people are selling these cards just one card they're you know asking at least for the whole price of the entire lot essentially so that's, yeah they're hoping that's great they're hoping for the
2: big payday that's what they do well if they get it one thing about collectibles it's like a home when it sells at a comparable price it immediately creates a value for the cards so We'll see how it goes. By the way, Jazzwear, you know the UFC figurines that we had, uh, Jack Pacific, Round 5, right. the, the great ones from MMA Bobblehead, which are the finest ones ever made. Now uh, it looks like UFC could a license with a company called Jazzwares. They've got a whole bunch of new uh, action figures coming out. Cool. I see, yeah, Conor McGregor and a whole bunch of them coming out. So that's pretty cool. I love that kind of stuff. You like collectibles. I like collectibles. I like collectibles. Sammy, you're home. Have you been seeing anything great on TV? Any kind of new uh, Netflix or anything special? The other night, though, you know Donnie, Donnie Wahlberg's um
1: People? Uh, oh, yeah, the People People or something?
2: Oh, my God. I'm so stupid. I was going to bed. It was like two in the morning. I was back in Abu Dhabi. The next night I couldn't sleep. And I started watching the John Wayne Gacy segment. Okay. And about 10 minutes in, I'm saying, why am I watching this when I want to go to sleep? What am I watching? It's really well done. Don't get me wrong. But I don't I don't recommend watching that stuff before you want to go to bed.
1: Um, I saw on Showtime last night a documentary called The Kingmaker on Imelda and Ferdinand Marcos which I thought was pretty interesting right um that's if you have any kind of interest in the Philippines and then or um, shoes uh and, and shoes a yeah. uh, totally cheesy movie if you love the cheesy thrillers on i think it's Netflix Fatal Affair. Attraction? No. Fatal Affair. Fatal Affair. I'm pretty sure it's Fatal Affair. Uh, yeah. It stars Nia Long, Omar. Oh, I was going to watch my, that last and, night. Is it good? my friend Stephen Bishop, who Stephen Bishop is the fucking best. I love that guy. Uh, I was going to watch it last night. Is it good? Yeah. You'll love it. It's cheesy, but it's good
2: cheesy but good that kind of yeah. like puts me on the mm, kinda, no you'll like it kind of like it's, me okay. Chee- but good. cheesy but good. Yeah. yeah that word cheesy is not a good word for me i don't like that word at all <laughs> no,
1: it's it's not it you'll like it
2: cool if you want to see a film i got one for you guys listen we all like to laugh right i think in this day and age i was having um The people that are with my mom and stuff watch like an Adam Sandler festival, all the Adams, the good Adam Sandler movies, including the one my brother was in, Michael, you know, don't mess with the Zohan, which is a wacky, wacky movie. I watched a really wacky comedy, had me laughing from beginning to end, yet had a really nice message at the end. It's with Zac Efron and um, a guy named Jake, Andrew J. Cohen, who's very, very funny that he wrote. it. Zac Efron and Adam, Adam Devine. And uh, Anna Kendrick, who I really enjoy, called Mike and Dave need wedding dates. Have you ever seen that?
3: Oh, yeah. I watched this. Yeah, this
2: is great. That is great. So yeah, funny. I saw oh, it on an airplane. Very good. Very very yeah. good. Yeah, make a note of it, listeners. Mike and Dave need wedding dates. You want to laugh? This will make you laugh. No question. I do recommend well, the Adam fun? Sandler. Release. What's that?
1: What network is it on?
2: Uh, you just go to any. It's it's one of those ones you can rent, or it's on oh, cable. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Probably yep. catch it for free at this point. It was made in 2016, but it is a laugh. I actually talked to Zach Efron about it when he was at a UFC, and he said he had a ball making it, but it is really, really funny. So there's my recommendation for laughter because we all have to laugh, and this is a day and age we have to laugh, and good, honest guffaws and laughter more than ever. Time to feel good, folks. By the way, if you're ever feeling a little down, do you know what they say helps you release endorphins to release good good feelings? You're not supposed to ya- do that. You're not
3: supposed to do that during COVID-19 What you're – Oh, you're not talking... Never mind. You're not talking about what?
2: No, I'm talking about yawning.
3: Yawning. Yawning?
2: Really? Yeah. They say if you're like... Let's say you're feeling a little whatever. (sighs) Yawn. Yawn. And it activates the endorphins Endorphins. in your brain. Hmm. (laughs) It's an article. It could be fake news. I don't know, but... (laughs) I've heard the same (laughs) thing about sneezing,
3: but you're probably not supposed to be doing that right now.
2: I have a a hard
3: time making myself sneeze, though. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, anybody that can make themselves sneeze... I think you're just faking it. I don't know.
2: Listen, congratulations goes out to our Octagon girl, Ariane Celeste. I heard about this. Who, six months pregnant. Yeah. And, oh. Yeah, six months pregnant. She looks beautiful, uh, obviously, doing it in a very healthy way. Um, her uh, boyfriend or man, of, I guess, going on about a year or whatever. Well, hopefully at least six months. Um, <laughs> they're uh, having the baby together and I uh, wish her all the best. She looks amazing. If you follow her on Instagram at Ariana Celeste, very cool. Congratulations, Ariani! Very, very happy for her. I want to talk about the good things as we end the show. So with that being said, Sammy, let us know what's up. Give us some good news and then sign off.
1: Uh, the good news is um, we're still here, right? fighting the good fight, living another day, hopefully being good people and doing good stuff and helping as much as if we can. Um, just follow me, I guess. Uh, if you uh, don't mind my political rants, Twitter's the single life. Instagram is more squirrel and pet friendly photos. That's Sam's pajama party. And then Facebook is Sammy Phillips.
3: That's it. TJ. Uh, let's see here. Um, Busy week for me next week. I'll be uh, at Invicta FC. You can watch that live on UFC Fight Pass. That comes up on uh, July 30th. Pretty exciting night of women's mixed martial arts. But uh, in the meantime, i uh, got a UFC coming up this Saturday night. Uh, I'll be live on the UFC Fight Pass Facebook page for the all-new Fight Pass show called Extra Rounds. Myself and Dean Thomas going to break down all of the action. But if you get uh, a chance before that to check out uh, the show that actually airs tomorrow, which would be yesterday as you listen to this. Uh, myself and Dean Thomas chatted with, uh, Tyron Woodley, uh, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson about the upcoming fight card on Saturday that pits, uh, Robert Whittaker against Darren Till. And, uh, yeah, check it out. The UFC fight Pass Facebook page.
2: Very cool. That show's going really well for you. You get a lot of viewers, a lot
3: of listeners. I think yeah, it's very cool. They, By the- they, they asked me to try to get the Bruce buffer on the show. And I said, I don't know if we're that big time yet, but <laughs> coming soon, maybe
2: it uh, just takes a phone call or an email and I'm, that that guy may say yes so okay. it all depends all right. on time so yeah. i'm happy
3: to by the way how's dean uh having tested covid he's uh, good positive. yeah he said he got a headache after they told him he had it and that was it so it was just hard for him to stay in vegas for 15 days that was Has the hard he part he tested clean yep he's he's clean already gone home he's good good
2: good good that's very very good to hear
3: i uh i'm just happy that my family and
2: my close friends and loved ones as well as people around me are safe and and uh, healthy, even uh, ones that I know that have gotten COVID and come out of it. Um, uh, Another couple did not do so well. Uh, But at any rate, my mom's good. Everybody's good. Very happy for that. Also, too, I told you all that my cologne and facial products are coming out at the beginning of the year. And very exciting. I came back from Abu Dhabi, and yesterday a box came in, and I have four scents that have been prepared by the whatever you call it. What do you call that, Sammy? When people. A perfumery with a letter, and I've got, I got the eye things to put on and the ear, the ear um, things to put on to prevent my senses from being misdirected other than sniffing, wow. and I have four different styles to sniff. And have you named them yet? Style. Yeah, I, I have, and I've come down to two that are my They're all really good, nice. but I've come down to two that are my favorites. Not easy. This is not easy picking, so it's going to take me a few more days, but I'm going through the whole process right now, and it's actually really, really cool. So I, I love it. So awesome. hopefully
3: I picked the right one. Well, so I, I, can I, say. I, I want to, uh, I want, I want to, I want to do some, uh, don't get cute with this. You always get cute with this. Market
1: research. Yes.
3: I, I'd like to do some market research for you, Buff.
2: No problem. I've got four little vials here that are full of stuff and,
3: you know, no reason to put too much
2: on just a no, little no, bit no, I at a time.
3: I, uh, for whatever reason, I'm like a cologne person. I've always been a cologne person. A lot and of men are. Yeah. A lot I of men I, are. I enjoy it. So just make uh, sure you put on. Just the right amount. Of course. Too much course is too enough, much, no right? matter how good it is. I don't want to smell like much. an Abercrombie and
2: Fitch store. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, anyway, Sammy, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's always a pleasure. And um, we'll have you back on again very, very soon as we're having you on more than often now uh, with what we're going through. But again, it's always wonderful to have you on here, your viewpoints and everything. And happy to have beat you in the F-bomb today because I was talking about something I'm feeling very serious about. And I won't go into that subject again COVID-19 safety and protocol Folks, safety and protocol TJ, you have a great week too Congratulations on Invicta, everything going on there um, With that being said Everybody
1: hey, before, before we stop, can we make sure That we get a photo of? Oh, the- here we go okay. Oh That's my goodness Smile get it, get everybody it
2: ready. Get it going TJ, here we go Come on Sammy, tell us when you're ready
1: uh, uh, Oh, fuck, okay
3: Sure. I've already taken like five photos. Uh, Yay. All right. Perfect. Now there's 25 photos to choose from. Hopefully there's one that's good. Glad we did that on the radio.
2: Yep. (laughs) Glad we did too. That was really good, Sammy. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Great. great (laughs) All right. We got to go. Okay, everybody stay strong. Everybody stay really strong. Be happy. Deal with what you have to deal with. We'll get through this. It's going to be a long process. With that being said, set your goals. Write them down. Be the best role model you can be to your sphere of influence. Make sure everything is done correctly. Set your goals. Step on that path. So when you get on that path and you walk forward, be the best you can be because then you're winning. And we will win. Everybody, we will win. We'll get out of this, most definitely. Keep a positive mind. Positive mental attitude is the way to be. Have a great week. We'll be back next week. Thank you all for tuning in. Buffer out. Big cheers. No fears forever.
0: Introducing touch-free payments from PayPal, a safe way for your customers to pay. Whether you're a market seller,
2: I'll take two tomatoes and a cucumber.
0: poodle pamperer, <laughs> piano tuner, or plumber. Signing up to accept touch-free payments for your business is easy. Simply download the PayPal app and display your own unique QR code for your customers to scan. Touch-free QR code payments. No seller fees until 2021. Not applicable to PayPal Here transactions. Other fees may apply. Shop safe with PayPal. Where am I? I thought the beer store was on this block. Better check my phone. Hey, Maps, give me directions to the beer store. Your destination is 700 feet ahead on the right. Okay, thank you. But don't settle for any beer this Oktoberfest. Make sure to get Polliner, the number one selling beer at Munich's Oktoberfest. Polliner's beers are the perfect way to bring authentic German celebration into your home. Um, great. That's more information than I needed, but I... And this Oktoberfest, make sure to follow the liter. Excuse me? Follow the leader? No, follow the leader, as in the Polliner Liter glass, like they drink in Munich. When you follow the leader across the country and identify the cities where the Polliner leader is at... you. you You could win Oktoberfest prizes, including a kegerator. Okay, Maps, how do I follow the leader? Check out Polliner USA on Instagram and look for the follow the leader posts. Correct answers in the comments are how you enter. Okay, simple enough. Oh, another question. Is this
2: conversation covered in my data plan?
0: Polliner USA, White Plains, New York. No purchase necessary. Open to U.S. residents 21 or older, excluding West Virginia. And 10-24-20. Void where prohibited. For rules, see polliner.us forward slash rules. Hashtag beer goals.